What's up, everybody, and welcome to Pillow Talk Moment with the Mobleys. I am that dude, Johnny Mobley Jr. Why you say you that dude? Because I, I am him. He is me. Hey, y'all, I'm his wife, Deidre. Why you say he, you my wife, Deidre? Because I'm always going to be your wife. Oh, well, I'm always going to be that dude. And always my husband. As y'all can see, we something like an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. What's good, everybody? Hope y'all had a great day today, Mo. Greetings, salutations, accolades, and blessings. Hey, babe. You like to say that, doesn't it? I do. Why you like to say I got that? a song for you. You ready? I'm ready. I keep on falling mm-hmm. in and out. You trying to give me the beatbox. I ain't beatboxing. I ain't beatboxing. I ain't going to do it. I never love someone the way that I love you. I'm done. <laughs> That's what we're talking about tonight. You talking about love? What are we talking about tonight, babe? Well, we talking about love, kind of, sort of. Mm-hmm. But we want to touch on the, the, the we're going to talk about the love fuzzy and warm feeling and, oh, you the finest thing on earth. And then after about two of them kids, none came out and the bills start rolling in. and. But you didn't say the name right. Falling in and out of love. Yeah. So it can sound real good after the song. Well, that I, I think did for I the think intro. It, well, not falling. I think it should be what do you do mm-hmm. when you feel like you have fallen out of love with your spouse? Same thing. Falling in love, falling out of love. Same thing. Because you had to fall in love to say you fell out of love. Well, not necessarily. You got to know what love is first to right. know that you f- have fallen in love. Right. At the beginning. Same thing. I wasn't I wasn't falling in love with you. I knew you was my wife. You fell in as I always say, you fell in lust with me. I first. fell in lust with you because I like what I saw. And then when we talked and stuff, you fell in love with me. You was and head over the Lord, heels. The Lord because gave you me, told me first that you loved me. The Lord gave me a little sign that, that he said I need you to save my child from the I want you to quit telling people <laughs> that foolishness because Save my no, child. That was more like you. From the stripper pole. That was more like you. I said, I will make her an honest woman, Lord. Lord, y'all, he lying. I'm that lying. was more like him. She don't know what to do with no pole. Right. But he do. I, I don't I don't know what to do he with do. no pole. Yeah. Yeah, you do. He do. He, let me tell you why he do. I don't know. Because I don't know if pole. I ever gave this to y'all. We I don't even know if we what ever you, said this to y'all. What you about to say? They don't need to know all everything. Yeah, I'm about to give it to him. Y'all. Johnny would tell me that he was going to the club. This was when we was newly married, y'all. Well, we was a, a few years in. Granted, we had already been together a long time, but Johnny would say that he this was ain't got going. Nothing to do what we supposed to be talking. Yes, yeah, it's, it's gonna be why I almost fell out of love <laughs> and you almost died. So Johnny would tell me he was going to check a club out. He wanted to check it out first, and then he would see if it was okay to take me to. Johnny would leave home. This one particular time, y'all. I can't take you to a raunch. I had to be an upscale club. I never got there, y'all. Johnny went to the club. club. Johnny went to the club one night, one Saturday night. We lived in South Carolina, Hilton Head, to be exact. He, He came to Savannah to go to the club. He left that early evening, and he didn't get back home until the next day in the afternoon. And he didn't come back home by himself. You know what he had coming with him, y'all? <laughs> a whole big old tattoo with a snake and a bird. The snake wrapped around the bird. It was an eagle killing the snake. All these years, you ain't paying attention? It was a whole day later. Listen, y'all. That he came home the next afternoon. I was scared. With 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 uh, the tape, you know, they used to put the thing on your arm, and then they used to put the saran wrap around it or whatever they had. That was what he came home with. So there you have it. Why you felt the need to tell him? Because that? it was just fun. Because somebody somewhere is in their marriage saying, "We're not gonna make it." Because, because he, he go out. And he come come home the next day. I don't know where he been at. Right. I don't know what he doing. You right. And I don't know if we gonna make it. So. But we made it, y'all. Yeah. And we're and here and we can talk stories. about it and we can laugh about it. There's some other stories in between that and all that. But right. I was, if you ever been to the club back in the day, I break dance, I did all that stuff. So I was one of the dudes, 
if you ever went to the club, it's not like now. Dudes go to the club to stand up on the wall. That's what they go to do. I, I went to dance. The story is not about why he went to the club, y'all. It's that he just came home the next day. The story so that is was why, why we talking about this. Right, we supposed to be right. talking about falling what in do you do? and falling out of love. And he was about to be out of love and out of life. Amen. Okay, so come on. Amen. Let's talk about what it. The- <laughs> so listen. Listen. Did you put the Lord seal on I did, it? Because I'm just telling. I tell my truth, Johnny. Because back in the day, I I was going to do something physically to you. <laughs> so she used to tell me that all the time. You keep right on. You, yeah, he you was wake up he, and you just go find yourself someplace. He, yeah, he used to think that I was playing move. with him. You keep doing it. So listen, guys. We and Johnny named it something else, which is absolutely fine. But I, what we were talking about to say that we were going to do this was like, what do you do when you've been married to somebody for so long? You hear about all these couples like breaking up. And and, and I think what they put on the divorce papers is irreconcilable differences. Yeah. Or we just fell out of love with each other. Or, you know, we don't, you know, is the love is no longer there yeah, or whatever. So we wanted to talk about it. There, there were, I don't know for us, and we're going to share some of this stuff because they got some great, great, great pointers in this um, articles. And y'all know we like articles. We know like, we like to talk about them and, and, you know, weave our stuff into it as well. Um, and so we found a great article out of um, Focus on the Family. But I know for us, Johnny, they're through, you know, of course, in the good times, you lovey-dovey and you know, I love you and you my, you know, kid's father. You the love of my life. But what happens in those times when you feel like the person has done the unthinkable or they've done, you know, so much to you? And not that you did, but I'm just saying in general, like, what do I do? Because this person who's supposed to love me keep doing these things and it seems like they're pushing me further, farther and farther away. And so what do I do when when now that has caused me to build a wall and it feels like I'm not in love with you anymore because of and and I think a lot of times it's due to hurt it's due to, you know, just the disconnection um, from each other in the relationship. Um, And you just get to a point to where you get, you know, you just. There may still be something there, but you you put that wall up and you start to cut those, try to cut those feelings off because of the hurt or the whatever and say, well, yeah, you know, the, our marriage didn't make it because I fell out of love with him yeah. or I fell out of love with her. A lot of people don't understand with love. You know what? <laughs> right now at 49 and almost 29 years into what we're doing married and over 30 years being together, we still still learning what love is yeah it's it it evolves all the time and i can tell you one of our truths is love you don't feel love all the time Mm -hmm. it's not an emotional everybody who thinks that they need to feel all warm inside and all that that's good but the truth is, it, but the it, truth it, is not the feeling. You yeah, have because when in, the the time. Be, in the beginning, y'all focus on each other. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't got nothing else to focus on. Y'all focus on each other. Y'all paying attention to each other. I'm taking you out. I'm opening doors. You know, you cooking for me. You doing all this stuff. But let's add some let's add some life stuff to it. Let's add a, the, the marriage. Yeah. And now we merging everything together. And let's add. Uh, you ain't talked about your um your debt you got. Um, and you ain't talked about the seventeen credit cards you talked. Ain't nobody talked about that because we live in a the fantasy world of we in love, we feel good, and all this other stuff. So then, once you add kids to that and some other bills, and you know for your anniversary, you know when to bought a little car, you know bought some trips, but this stuff start adding up. And what usually happens is you like this in the beginning, and then instead of staying like this and having a circle. And having that stuff in the circle and managing it as a team, what you do is you have the stuff here, and then the stuff just keep getting in, put in, and then you just keep, and then you just keep getting further and further away from each other. Next thing you know, yeah. next thing you know, the lights off. The truth is, the lights are <laughs> off because we ain't had the money. 
But you working, the man working all the time, and he bringing the money home, and you blaming your <laughs> wife because you supposed to make sure you pay the bill. She telling you she ain't, we ain't got the money for that. Either we was gonna pay the light bill, or we was gonna have food for the next four days till you get paid again. So uh-huh. it's stuff that happens that and if you don't understand the concept of, of the, the the different things of the details of the characteristics that go into a relationship that actually creates and builds and develops, it's so much stuff that goes into a relationship. And love has so many different meanings. I'm telling and you. And layers oh. and all that stuff. So let me give them a little piece of this, babe, before we get into it. So we can try to get everything in that we want to, you know, give y'all tonight. Okay, so in order to, what I just said was in order to say, well, I fell out of love with so-and-so, my husband, my wife, or whatever, there had to have been a point to where you were, or at least thought you were, yeah. in love with them. So in order to fall in love, a person must move from independence, which is needing only oneself to exist, to then a state of interdependence, which is being concerned about self, but needing someone else to exist in that relationship let me tell you something that's so powerful right there (laughs) that's so powerful (laughs) being married in a relationship let me tell you something it it comes to a place now that where me and Deidre because we move so much as one person that I I need her in my life I, I need her it's like we're one body so if I'm doing one thing, something else is happening. So I I need her. So it wasn't until I, I have my place in the relationship and we create those places together and the places don't stay the same. Mm-hmm. We create what we need to create to make the relationship work and thrive. Yeah. In the moment, in that time. Yeah. But it always evolves and it changes. Yeah, and it changes. And we're 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 open for that. We're not settled in, you know, we're not settled in a space that we're not willing to change because we each other changes. Yeah. And so we're willing to give each other that space to change and grow and learn and experience new things and you know what I'm saying? And stuff yeah. like that or whatever to keep our relationship exciting and but also be present. Yeah. With one another. Yeah. Um, so it says um, the certain dynamics have to take place to move from that place of independence to interdependence. Um, and we're just going to briefly go through that. The one is the attraction. Again, you know, something, you know, registered in the sense in his senses or her senses, your senses. Like Johnny say, for him, it was the fact that I had a what I had, babe. A little ways. And a big old booty. You know what you had. Okay, well, you say that. So that's the attraction. I thought he was fine when I saw him dancing. I'm singing and clapping in the choir, not dancing on, you know, in the club. But, but she done told y'all about the pole, but anyway. <laughs> singing and dancing. Singing. Oh, Jesus. Now you got me saying dancing. Don't, get, singing, don't you get scary. Singing, I'm, I'm always scary when I'm with you. <laughs> singing and you know clapping in the back of the choir and he had a bald head and his body was he had a nice body you could see it through his clothes mm-hmm. but the body hadn't caught up with his head yet because his head was still a little it was big. a little large yeah it was a little large but, but as you can see the body not caught up with the clothes the it body kind of that's kinda... too much that's too much <sighs> that's too much now and so when you first meet the person and you're drawn to them, we were drawn to each other. It's, 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 it's simple to say, right? Physical and attraction. So physical attraction. That's what it is. And so then attraction turns into acceptance. Um, it, it moved past a casual friendship. We began to talk over the phone. We began to talk long hours over the phone. We yep. began to fall asleep on the phone. We from that, we from that, that, um, we from that time to where we fell asleep, you fall asleep on the phone. I don't know if millennials do that or not. I, well, they I know they text a lot. I'm not sure if they. Yeah, they probably text they a lot. St- I guess they. Still this when you had to, the home phone or they Facetime. Yeah, this was the home. The phone. home. You ain't had no yeah. cell. We, we, yeah, at that yeah. point we didn't have home none. phone, and yeah. you just laying down. Right. 
And you sleeping. You hear each other snoring. Right. And, and then, then you, you wake, wake up, up and finish the conversation. Right. And then go get a snack or something. Because it's probably late in the midnight yeah. hour. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's called acceptance when, as Johnny likes to say, the mask are drop. You can't, you can't hold a picture of Denzel up. And then, you know, and then when, when it, it's going to come down at some point. Them shoulders going to so get tired. The hands going to get tired. The arm muscles. So at that point, the attraction happens. Y'all learning more about each other, feeling more comfortable about each other. Again, we didn't spend a lot. The only time we spent, I think, for that first year was basically we saw each other at church yeah. a lot. Um, but after that, then we started to date, you know, slowly. And we began to learn even more about each other. So that's the acceptance stage where you're, you, you go beyond the attraction and now to acceptance because I'm learning more about him. I know, you know, I'm, I know his favorite colors now. He knows mine. He knows that I like, you know, I like to shop or he knows where I like to eat. He knows where I work. I know where he works. So all that in that phase, that's all that's happening. Yeah. Okay. And then we go to the stage of fulfillment, which the acceptance is complete. I'm knowing who he is. Just like Johnny said, you got warm, fuzzy feelings towards each other. And during... The interactions we make, you make a conference con, conscious, excuse me, effort to meet one one another's needs. Conscious, conscious effort, and that's it. Conscious, conscious effort yeah. to meet each other's uh, yeah. needs. Selfless, baby, you ain't got to get up. I will go get your water. What yeah. you want? Yeah, baby, you ain't got to do that. I will go get what yeah. you want. You don't want this for dinner. What you want for dinner? I yeah. run out and go get it real quick. Yeah. Then after the years go by, get it yourself. Just saying. Yeah, but guess what? What it says is, um, during the actions, during, and I just said this, you, you make a conscious effort to meet one another's needs, which is usually one of the first thing married couples stop doing. Yeah. Oh, oh, you didn't even know that was coming up yet. Married couples stop doing it after marriage. Courting couples spend an average of 15 hours a week together. Courting. 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 Got to be with them. Yeah. Got to be with them. Yeah. That's Got that's courting couples versus marriage couples. And I'm a I'm a venture I'm I'm a I'm a say this to to because for us that's not the case. No. It's it's like we because we try to keep, you know, courting. I guess but, if that's what you say. But the reality is we did have a period of time where that happened. Absolutely. Because absolutely. we had absolutely, absolutely positively no idea how to manage it. Yeah. It, we just didn't. Yeah. She had emotions going on, feeling about herself. She was still trying to find out her identity, her purpose. Same thing with me. We was taken from all different kind of resources from what we saw, what we saw other people do, you know, what we from our um, childhood. And we were trying to make it work. We were trying to put the ingredients together to make, create what we needed to work for our relationship. Yeah. And it wasn't until... We understood that love just didn't mean that Excuse me. you love me the most when I feel close to you or when we're doing a certain thing or whatever the case is or when everything's going good. Loving you is meaning is I, I got a responsibility to take care of my household and my wife and my kids. And I got to do certain things even when I don't want to do it. I'm yeah. going to have to sit down and talk to her and see that's it's different levels because. At one point in time, when I came home, I, baby, give me give me a minute. I don't want to. She like, what you need a minute for? I done been home with these kids. I need a, a a complete sentence to be said to me. Say something to me. Talk. You got to give me a minute. You don't understand. She was. You don't understand. So once we got past that, both of us had to put the extra effort in the conscious decision. See, it, it's levels of it. Cause when you first meet, it's a new thing. She knew. She fine. I'm always new, baby. And you, I'm touch. Ooh, I'm yeah, you're fine. New. You smell good. New. You know, that's all the, the 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 seek the mystery of it. You don't know what she wearing. You don't know what's up under the dress. Oh, you what know. it look. Hey, okay, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> you don't know what's up under the dress. If she might got a little sexy tattoo on the bottom, of, you don't know none of that stuff. No, you don't know nothing. But it's 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 the conscious decision to get to know. But then, what happens when you find out everything? Well, so you think you find out everything? I'm gonna tell you, we go, we go, we gonna go to that. <laughs> okay, so um, we moved through the three stages, babe: the attraction, the acceptance, the fulfillment, and now 
the couple transitions from independence to interdependence. Mm-hmm. All of that has been happening. An interdependent relationship isn't static. It continues to be dynamic with all those things that Johnny was saying, you know. Um, but on any given day, the relationship is it, it can move slightly from uh, toward independence or dependence. And that's, you know, thought to be normal. You know mm. what I'm saying? Um, but some rela- relationships move quickly towards dependence. And that's where the problem lies. Because instead of, you know, maybe, you know, teeter-totting between dependence and interdependence, you know, it, and, and it's always good and moving in a healthy way when it goes, keep going to interdependence. Mm-hmm. But some couples can co- turn and completely go to inter, into deep, um, I'm sorry, independence. Uh, yeah, independence. And so it says some relationships move towards dependence, which is not good because you dependent on self and you're not having that relationship, that conscious and intentional effort to be with one another and yeah. still court one another and still, you know, play with one another and all those things. Um, it says um, continue movement toward dependence causes a relationship to become unhealthy and ridden with psychosis. And so this that stage also goes into um, that process has three stages because moving to um, deep a uh, dependence is saying then isolation uh, creeps in, and that's the part where you say that process starts where it starts to you start to move away from one another. So y'all me, ain't doing stuff together no more. So let me let me let me give you the definition of psychosis. Okay, a severe crazy no okay a severe mental disorder mm-hmm. in which thought and emotion are so impaired that that contact. Is lost with the external reality. That's crazy. But I, I need y'all to <laughs> hear the words. Yeah. Today. See this this yeah. stuff is this stuff is real. A severe mental disorder in which I don't even will say the mental disorder. Let's say this: a situation in which your thoughts and your emotions mm-hmm. are so impaired that means you can't tell the difference. That contact is lost with external reality. Yeah, that's that's big, y'all. And it's it's so much I can say on this because it can start from your childhood if you've been through stuff. If if stuff is just going on and you've seen stuff that you probably shouldn't have seen, it can the reality of what's supposed to actually really happen in a healthy way. You move on emotions, and then your emotions. And the actual decisions that you need to make, you can't tell the difference. Yeah. That's exactly what that means. Yeah. You can't tell the difference. Yeah. And I think I was about to, I think I was about to tell y'all the wrong thing by saying moving towards dependence is not good. I I read something wrong. So let me clear that up. Moving towards dependence is not good because it says, again, it becomes unhealthy and it's ridden with psychosis, which means... You're solely dependent on that person. Yeah. And it says y'all, you are one or both partners in a relationship begin to isolate themselves from other people, focus only on each other. Of course, healthy periods of isolation, you know, can take place in relationships. But when the isolation becomes unhealthy, yeah, they only want you to be with them. They want you to always be home with them um, when it becomes like they say, a, a habit or a lifestyle. The uh, continued isolation is going to lead into um, others. It leads the isolation from others leads to depending on the person you love of as the sole source, sole sole source, sole source. I'm acting like you tonight. A little bit. The sole source of need fulfillment. This extreme is unhealthy and, and impossible to continue for an extended extended periods of time. And that's where you said, like you said psychosis you find the men who want to be dominant over the women and um you got to stay home remember that movie that we saw with the man was the doctor it was on lifetime oh yeah yeah and you know he wanted her to quit her job and he couldn't stand the fact that 
she was excelling in her job. And she, and, she had co-workers that right, she actually talked to. Right. He was just upset if it looked yeah. crazy or whatever. Yeah. I was going to say, remember the time when I used to tell you, because she used to be a little psychosis herself a little bit. So, remember the <laughs> Remember the time? He can't even get it out. He lying so bad. I told her. I said, hey, I'm going to the bathroom. I'll be in here for a little bit. I'll be right back. I got to, you know, go sit on the throne for a minute. She said, okay. And I went to the toilet. And when I got ready to turn around, she was sitting, standing right there. What you doing? That was an example. That didn't actually happen Yo, with us. I'm going to keep on moving example. because he is lying. I, I was like about that. to say something, but I remember with, with, this is pride. This is daytime tv so <laughs> listen so because the 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 moving from a soul source somebody being your soul source of fulfillment that's what can lead to the obsession yep and that's what like i said that movie that we watched was he didn't want her to work because she was getting accolades at work he she bought a night really nice dress to wear to the function remember and when she took a shower he cut the dress up and she didn't realize it until she put it on you know, isolating. She, he didn't even want her to have a relationship with her sister. Isolation turning into obsession. Isolation and seeking fulfillment from only one person cycles a person back to the immaturity of a child, a small child. Um, fears um, that if the love person ceases to exist, he or she she will also cease to exist. That's psychosis. That's, that's what that's, that is. Let me tell y'all something. Oh, God. And it goes on to say that many murders take place yeah. because of you being obsessed with somebody. Let me tell you something. If if you can remember when your child was a baby Gosh. and how they needed you for every single thing, everything. Yeah. But the percentage of that began to go away as soon as the child. Because remember, when they first born, the first thing they do, they lock on to you, look in your eyes, and they never turn away. They just always looking up in your eyes. But then the one time they look up in your eyes and daddy walk in the picture, and then this happens. Oh, okay, there's two people in this little world we got. And then once they start getting older and start recognizing other things, they get, they recognize the bottle, they recognize different stuff, which, you the know. TV. Yeah, so toys. now they, they want to move and try to get to it. So they learning how to do all this other stuff, and the percentage of the control goes away. Having total control of your child when they're an infant, that's a healthy thing. Once the child begins to grow, the percentage of that leaves. At about the age of three, now, probably earlier, but at the age of three going on four, that's when your leadership stuff got to kick in. You have to be somebody they can depend on. You have to be somebody who have answers. You have to be somebody who allow them to grow up, to 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 manifest into who God created them. You got to be able to do that, but still have security, a boundary for them. But we talk about relationships and dependence. Listen to me. Okay. But, <laughs> but as the child grow up, you allow them to move. And then once they start, they get their own identity, then you give them the power of authority for them to make decisions and do stuff to create their life for their world. But when you got somebody grown, who don't even feel valued, alive, or anything unless you're there. That's somebody who suffers with identity. And instead of going through the process, and this could be from something that happened in, 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 as a child, but this instead of yeah. going through the process, you find something or somebody that make you feel good. So you want that feeling all the time. So now I need you all to myself. You can't they can't see you. You can't talk to them. Mm -hmm. All that's for me. Yeah. That's what that becomes. Yeah. All that's for me because you been made exactly for me and nobody else in this world. So nobody else in this world need to see you. Well, again, that's what leads to folk. You're right. Killing folk and stuff. Um, so as I stated, when we first started, in order to say that the relationship has dwindled and diminished or fall you falling out of love you had to first fall in love and so falling to say you now you're falling out of love it's just the reverse process happening yeah um so it's basically going from uh you move backwards through the three stages through the stages 
that we just explained to you all. From interdependence to attraction, the feelings of love diminish. And not only will the passion dis- disappear, but the commitment will Bye. eventually, right. And then you start, you may start to, you know, stray, be unbothered. You don't want to spend time with the opposite spouse. And you, you, the, the, it's, they say it's the trip backwards. Yeah. So everything that it took to fall in love, now it starts to just, you know, the, the process just reverses. That's all it does. And it says, <laughs> you know, continued movement away from interdependence indicates that your marriage is in trouble. The red flags should be going up and everything else. The sirens singing, the, you know, the, 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 the everything is going off saying, hey, you know, like the indicated light is that we're in trouble. Yeah. That something's wrong. And you you have to address it and not let it linger because then that's when you end up in somebody courthouse saying, signing paperwork saying irreconcilable differences or, yeah. you know, something like that or whatever. So if not, if the relationship is headed for at least one of three destinations when those things start to happen. Yeah. When this when this opposite process starts to happen, then you have you, you become resigned. The relationship is fulfilling neither one of y'all. Y'all ain't getting no joy out of it. Um, You know, there's no, you just resign to the fact that it's headed for divorce. And I'm all right with that. Because I, you know, quote unquote, fell out of love with you. Well, I think, I think that's, that's where it goes. I believe when the person it doesn't say it has to have to, but they're right. given these things as one, one of three things will happen. But I believe when the person in the relationship mm-hmm. feels like they can't de- depend on you to do certain things no more, and they've been asking or whatever the case is. Most of the time, most of the time, it, it, nobody asks nothing. It's an expectation goes into the relationship that you've never told your spouse the whole hundred percent. Yeah. So you have an expectation in here that you haven't shared. With your spouse. Yeah. You shared 80%, but there's other 20% you really need, and you kind of set situations up yeah. for it to happen, but she ain't got no clue what you're talking about. He ain't got no clue what you're talking about. So it begins to happen, and then that changes your perception. So now, the 80% of stuff that was good, it begins to dwindle down, because you can't do this, which most of the time the person never knew and now i don't i can't depend on you for nothing so it goes from i once can depend on you Mm -hmm. so now i just do it myself yeah i'm not gonna worry about it so that's what y'all believe from room from being married to roommates well okay and so that's one thing another thing just like i said somebody steps out yeah infidelity you know we we ain't got no relationship here like johnny said we roommates I can't depend on you for nothing. You can't depend on me for nothing. We ain't spending no time together. Y'all ain't, ain't having talking. no sex. Right. Ain't nothing Exactly. Happening. Ain't nothing happening. So why are we here? Basically is the stance that that's taken or that time. Or in uh, the last and the third final thing that could come out of this if, if, if you don't take steps to turn it around is divorce. Yeah. Like we said, that's that's pretty much the time where I'm frustrated with you. I don't want to be bothered with you. You show me that I can't trust you or you show me that, you know, you weren't going to hold up the end of your bar, the bargain that you, you know, said you were, you know, we both have pretty much checked out. And then you see a couple who's been married for 20 and 30 and 40 and 50 years, you know, especially if they're a high profile couple on the front of uh, Essence magazine. Or yeah. on people.com. That's, That's the pressure they feel. Yeah. That they have to stand up to yeah. some certain yeah. hype of what they supposed to be. Especially if something comes out over media saying, here's the new power couple. Or here's the new go-to couple. Or here are the new... Goals. What happened? That's what they call a couple. Goals. What mm-hmm. that is? Goals. When they see the couple, a high-profile couple get together and... Really? You know, you know be they be cute and... You know, be dressed nice and look good, and you know they say those are goals. But in the end, I, I don't, I, what what is it? It's it just a, something. It's just saying y'all look nice together. Y'all y'all got it going on. Y'all a nice couple. Y'all go on vacation together. A lot of that stuff is fluff, you know. And it could say. be real. It really could be. Well, I think any relationship in the beginning can be 
Well, yeah. Forming, yeah. You know, warming up. Yeah. I was going to say, what warm and wuzzy. Yeah. Oh, you warm and wuzzy <laughs> about me. Oh. I'm a little tired, y'all. Get a t-shirt good. that says, my husband makes me warm and wuzzy. Warm and wuzzy. Warm and wuzzy. Well, yeah. And, and like I said, you know, at that point, um, again, both have, have pretty much checked out. Yeah. And then, you know... And but I I think that's where let me insert this right here, like I used to tell you all the time, and, and we used to talk about it all the time. If we're not present in this marriage, if we just concentrating on doing what the kids need done, if we're not nurturing, we're not doing all other kind of if stuff. If we're not dating, if we're not talking, if we're not spending time together, if we're not making a conscious effort to do it, then there's going to be nothing there. And most people find out at the. 25-year mark, 30-year mark when the kids grow up and they move out. Yeah. Then you in the house with so-and-so and, you know. And you that, don't even know them. That question be like, when you start wearing glasses? Well, we been ain't sleeping in the same room in for 10 years, so you couldn't have knew that I went to the eye doctor. But, you know, I work I work hard, so sometimes I go into bed and you don't be wanting to go to bed, you watch movies. Mm-hmm. So you downstairs watching movies and you fall asleep on the couch. And that's how it's been for the last 10 years. And that's crazy, y'all. That is crazy. I'm just saying. Yeah. And this is how stuff just, just happened. Yeah. I'm all right. I'm tired. I got to go to bed because I'm focused on this. And one night turned into one week. That turns into a couple months. Yep. Then turns into a couple years. Yep. And there you have it. And the only time y'all sleep in the bed is when y'all either having sex and then that ain't even in the bed. But well, get your fix. Or go go get um go on vacation. Then y'all y'all a couple then. Y'all on vacation. Well, some of them go on separate vacations. I've heard that's of that. That's a whole nother that's story. That's a whole nother story about yeah. So at any rate, however, we've talked about the falling in love. We've talked about falling out of love, some of it. And but we've also talked about if the indicators and things start to happen and you don't put forth an effort to change it so it can turn the other way. Conscious decision. Right. Remember? Right. That was in the beginning. You made right. the con- you make a conscious decision to please your spouse. Yeah. The, yeah. You please the other person. And then once stuff start happening, that go out the window. So in order f- to get that back, you have to make a conscious decision to do that to again. To do that again. Right. Not and, the and same thing, but make the conscious decision to do that. Right. And so... Um, Johnny was, you know, just going there with, with what I was about to say, begin when you see that those things are happening and you say, and for whatever reason, the light goes on to say, babe, you know, like something is going on in our relationship. Yeah. You know, we, we not spending the time. We not talking. We not making love. We not cooking with each other no more. We not watching movies together anymore. You know, so that, but that can be turned around. Again, it has to be conscious decision. It has to be an intentional decision. So what's the first thing you got to do if you want to reverse it and not end up the cheating or divorced or, you know, being resigned the to the fact thing. of what happened? Change. It's the cuss word. The C word. The cuss word. C. Change. 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 And like you said, change it. Start making intentional dates. If if you've let yourself go as a woman, and I know we have all those things where you know, and Johnny will say, "I'll be like, well, babe, you know, I need to, I need to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm back walking now." Yeah. And so because I feel like, okay, I've got to do. We we hadn't we hadn't been to we we when Corona came, we canceled our membership. Yeah, I remember in the beginning and we was at the gym. We was on at the regular. gym at five o'clock. Corona you came, know, like, we was like, we least, good at least three times, three four times a week. And so now I was like, okay, so I have to make a conscious decision to do something else. do something else and that's what you have to do you have to change it so change it if it's the way you dress the way you look the way you act the way you talk to each other consciously decide that i'm going to change some things for the better now yeah, yeah. basically that's what is happening okay so the c word and then you got the a word accept Start accepting and trusting each other again by spending quality time. And this may sound redundant from us saying spending quality time, dating again, learn to communicate with each other properly, learn to to drop those masks and learn how to communicate, which means 
when you have a conversation with your spouse, listen to understand and not to respond. Yeah, that's good, baby. And we say that all the time, y'all, because that's how can we have a, how can you have a conversation with your husband or your wife if they're talking and and you sitting here going, mm-hmm, I'm waiting on you, heifer, to finish saying what you're saying because I'm about to eat you up or I'm about to bring up the time you trying to sit here and tell me what, what happened and what I did and all this, but I'm about to get you back because I'm about to say, you know, tag, remember when you did so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so? Mm-hmm. So everything she's saying... It may not even be an attack on you. And you don't even hear it. Right. Because, because you don't so that one thing out of there. And you right. don't. Okay, so <laughs> you go go on your little trip all the time. But when I want to do something, you know, my stuff, I work hard. I, 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 you know, I'm 12 hours, 16 hours. I'm, I bring the money home. But you want to do your little stuff. But when I want to do my stuff, you know, you be tripping. Oh, so my stuff little. It, it it don't mean nothing. It's minute compared to you, big man. And so every, that's what it right. is. So and my stuff ain't that important. Nothing is you solved. You ain't heard nothing I said. Right, right. Nothing is solved because I'm sitting there waiting for you. Because you don't say my stuff young, little. Look, look, young sir, I'm waiting on you to finish talking mm-hmm. so I can um, oh, so my stuff so I can ain't eat important. you up. My stuff ain't important. Maybe I ain't and, no, and guess what? Nothing gets solved. So that's what you have to do. Spend quality time together. Learn how to communicate properly. Listen, talk, conversate. This is how I feel when such and such happens. Not not saying, well, you this and you this and you that. Because if anybody is attacking you, you are your defense mechanism. Bam. Just like Johnny. Your defense, your defense mechanisms are going to come out. Or whatever that may be. Right. And then you're going to feel like I'm now I got to defend myself because you're attacking me. Yeah. And I think yeah. I think we're going to do a, a, another part of this that's going to be from trauma because it's a lot of people who deal with stuff and they don't know why they feel the way they feel or yeah. why certain things happening. And you done lived the you done been through absolute straight trauma in your life as a kid. Yeah. And now you up in here because. You know, you went through something as a child and you didn't have certain things and now you got a couple of things and some people look at you different, but they don't know what happened in the past. What's on the inside. Yeah, but then when you get in a relationship, you trying to you trying to do what happened to you the opposite way. That makes sense? Yeah, you trying to because of what you experienced. Because of what saying, you experienced. This is what I'm not going to do. It's not going to happen right, no more. Right, or this is what's not going to happen. I'm going to make sure this not yeah. going to happen. But still never deal with the, yeah. the situation. Because there's a reason why that happened. Yeah. You don't know why it happened to you. So there's a reason, all that stuff. So once you go through that stuff and understand and put it in place, then you can say, you can have an open relationship with someone and actually open up to let them in and not have a, a door shut and slammed already saying, yeah, but... I hear what you're saying, but this ain't finna happen because this right here is probably gonna lead to this, and I'm not going back there. Conscious decision. Yeah. Conscious decision. Conscious decision, y'all. And last but not least, y'all, fulfill. Start fulfilling each other's needs by putting your spouse's needs before your own. It's what we talk about all the time, guys. It's called selflessness. That's what it's called. So, Just like Johnny say, baby, um, you need the hot sauce before I sit down. Okay, I get it. Or he already sitting down or she's already sitting down and say, oh, babe, don't worry about it. I'll get up and go get you another re- you know, refill same, or get you another piece of chicken. Or, you know, for me, it's, babe, can, I, I feel like some ice cream. Can you go get me some? You hungry? And you'll be like, okay, well, let me get finished with doing this or doing that. And you... And and you've gotten up and went to get it. You're like little, legit. You're hungry. No, I'm just saying that. Oh. Yeah, as an example. Okay. You so hungry. sick then. Y'all, if y'all if y'all hear a little small growl in the back, we ain't got no dog. It's Johnny's stomach. It's this beast sitting in front of me right now. Seek who? Huh? Who? Your stomach? Oh, you hungry, baby? He a monster sometimes. Okay, well, hold him down because we don't want him to embarrass us. All right. We about to be done with this. So seek to please your partner first, which will ironically lead to having your own needs being met. There are a lot of things that, and Johnny mentioned this last night when we were talking. He was like, there's some things that he don't want to do that I like to do, but he do them because he loves me and he's my spouse and he want to be with me. And, you know, he, he his thing is watching friends over and over and over again. And 
at one point I was like, I'm good on it. But because I love you the way that I do, I started watching it and you drew me in. Even though like now you can literally like watch all the seasons back to back to back to back to back and laugh hysterically at them like you never saw it before. Because it's funny. I do the same thing with Martin. It's funny. You do. Well, God bless you. And, Everybody but, love Raymond. But King well, of Queens. Well, yeah. Okay. I did fall for King King of Queens as well. Yeah. Yeah. But it that's what it is, guys. That's what I it is. I do what I do out of love, not because of what I feel, but because it makes her happy. That's what you gotta get. When you in a when you in a marriage, when you in a relationship, you do things for the person that you love that makes them happy. That should be your, that should be everything. Some of the stuff you go get great feelings and benefits out of it, but some of the things just do it for them. Yeah. That's and because it. you treat me right, I treat you right, and because I treat you right, you treat me right. And then before you know it, y'all treating each other right. That's real good. Oh, I feel I feel warm and wuzzy. <laughs> okay, y'all, we we see we we both tired. Just, oh, right, just we. just warm and just warm and wuzzy. Uh, <laughs> but we we wanted to share that because it was something that we were talking about, um, and it's always good when we can find um, great verbiage and and stuff on it to actually give you you know names and and so you can you know you may not have known that the, what the term dependence and interdependence in a relationship that psychosis and psychosis and if you're with someone that is psychotic like for real for that's, real that's not the same thing okay well in a state of psychosis. Yeah, Did psychosis I go and psychotic is two different things. Sorry, says the person. <laughs> it's two different Y'all, things. He was in when he was in school for psychology, like low key legit. I was intrigued because he would come home and share everything with me, all these syndromes and all these things or whatever. Praise Jesus, Amen. So, but listen, so as simplistic the the way that this article ends, it says as simplistic as these steps may sound. Y'all know this is stuff we already push, spending time together, doing things together, creating and building the relationship that's made up of the recipe that you both use to make it good for you, you know, you all. Create it. And that's what it is. Consciously do things to, to strengthen your relationship. And so that's what we're saying. And if it gets to the point, if you see these things are going on in your relationship, like, especially the red flags, like... Hello, babe. We these things are happening, and I didn't even know what I was doing when I would sit him down and I would say because I knew that you know he had a lot going on, trying to t- trying trying to work, trying to take care of us, trying to make sure we were okay. But I and it could because it wasn't that he was being an a hole and not you know not wanting yeah. to hear me or not wanting to take care That's, of that- of your your family, but you were focused on that. But I also had to say, but babe, I need you to take a, a minute and look at this. Because they gonna be gone. <laughs> they go some. Yeah. They gonna have boos and bays and husbands and baby daddies and all that stuff or whatever that they you know married and making a life with. And we gonna be here, and it's gonna be like we like we roommates. Like we. Yeah, she was. She was very very adamant about that. I, and didn't even realize what I was like, doing. Like she said, it wasn't like I was treating her bad or nothing. But being a man and focus on taking care of your family and everything, you go hard. And sometimes you going hard. It disconnects. You disconnect. Yeah. Not knowing you disconnect. Yeah. It's not intentionally. Yeah. But because you want to see them in nice stuff. You want to Excuse see them me. in a nice house. You want them to see them doing great things. And sometimes you can't be there. So you grind. Get it out. You get it home to them. And you smile. You get the pictures. And some things you go to and some things you can't because you work it. But that, that literally starts a disconnect. Yeah. That starts a disconnect. Some people drag they... They wives or they spouse into their job. Oh, any that's another that's something else. Yeah, I'm I'm drugging yours just a little bit. Just, just, just a little bit. <laughs> it's okay though. It's okay. Yeah. I, I love all of them. But we, but uh, yeah, but, but we amen. Go, we go um get out of here, y'all. We got to go. But I, and remember, I, I really like this topic. I did too. It's it's I did too. It's one of those things that's that's not talked about. I do too. They just kind of go through the motion and, and don't really work hard. We believe that any relationship can work. The only thing we believe is if a person don't want it. 
If right. you make a decision that, that you don't want yeah. to be married to a person, then there's nothing you can do. Yeah. But if you want to be married, but you just don't know how to do it, you need the tools, you need to know what's going on. I believe we believe any marriage can work. Yeah. And that's that's real. Yeah, but unless they, you know, in, in that uh, psychosis element and you they know what? beating the fool out of you and stuff like that. We ain't, we ain't trying to say, oh, baby, stay. It can work out. It can work yeah, that, out. The beating Yeah, that thing. just, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother. I, I shouldn't even brought that up. I don't up, even that's know a, why you brought that's that a whole up. Nother, that's a whole nother animal that, right there. Yeah, the beat, but, yeah. Um, if you if you can't, I mean, this is just stuff that we're recommending and not saying that we just read it because we actually did it and, you know. Yeah. It wasn't even done because we read an article or, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. But if you need to get, you know, a counselor or somebody outside, um, whether it be your pastor, whether it be a professional counselor, you know, that's that's in their own practice or whatever it is. Yes, Jesus can can do it. And I'm it, there ain't nothing wrong with getting some counseling too if you need somebody to talk it out and help y'all. You be that mediator for y'all to help y'all communicate if, effectively if you don't know how to um, or to just help you with that. So um, we got to go, y'all. But we we love sharing these things with y'all that has especially now we can put put the names with it and be like, oh, babe, we did that and didn't even realize we was doing it, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. So it's always we always want to. Yeah, we, we love to see um, happy and healthy marriages that are thriving and they're in you know they're enjoying one another and living life and not letting life live them so yeah so we good you good babe i'm good man listen we appreciate y'all continue to follow us and support us yeah we got Stuff coming down the line. I know y'all have heard us say. Well, it's that. coming down the line, so it's they're seeing it slowly line, but surely. So it's, it's got. Yeah. We've been working. We've been working hard, y'all. We got a lot of stuff we want to share, um, and we got some even bigger stuff coming up in the next year too. So we're gonna keep pushing. Um, keep supporting us. Uh, write us. Let us know what y'all would like to hear. Topics that y'all want to talk about. Want us to talk about, and we'll we'll do it. We'll definitely do it. Um, YouTube. Hit the subscribe. Subscribe. Ding. Ring the bell. That's how the bell sounds. Ding. It really don't. I don't know if it make noise or not. Ring. Say goodnight, babe. We got to go. Keep following us, y'all. Moments with the Mobies. Pillow Talk. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. And I'm still his doggone wife forever. And we something like an ordinary couple, y'all. I've been falling. I said we something like an ordinary couple, y'all. With extraordinary purpose. Night, night. 